Welcome back to the Basin Boys Podcast and this week's free episode. If you want bonus episodes every week, check out patreon.com slash basementboyspodcast, where we upload an additional weekly episode for $2 a month. You can also get access to bonus footage and behind the scenes. Regardless, we appreciate all your support, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Basin Boys Podcast, episode 9. How are we nine episodes in? I have no idea. I'm also Twice surprisingly... As far as everyone before us. It's amazing. Dude, it's so funny. One of the... I mean, it was a meme at the start of the podcast that other people came up with the name Basement Boys Podcast yeah. and then failed and died and stopped uploading. And then there was literally a podcast started after us so we could make the argument, though it's false, that they copied us. Yeah. But there was, there's another Basement Boys Podcast started after ours and theirs has died as well. Just, oh, really? That's wild. It just amazes me that the name Basement Boys Podcast has been used by, like, 30 different podcasts, and we're the only one to make it nine episodes deep. Yep. <laughs> we're the only one who's really made it nine episodes deep. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But we're here. We're living it. And honestly, I, I think it's safe to say, like, we're committed now. Yeah. Like, this is the rest of our lives. It's over. I lurk in this basement and i record a podcast and that is my life it's you know how like they say when relationships make it to like the three-year mark it's very likely they'll last forever oh that's a that's the line that's like kind of the line like three is what i've heard about at least in relationship terms very important so like whether or not you actually love a person is three months into being in a relationship with them whether or not you actually last with them is three years and then like whether or not you'll die together is 30 years. <laughs> Yikes. If you die before 30 years in a relationship, you weren't committed, Zach. Yeah, right, obviously. But, it was my way of bailing out. But, no, I mean, nine episodes in, we're kind of hitting that mark. We're hitting that mark, we're committed. Yep. This is going to go on for as long as the foreseeable future. We've been doing the podcast for three months. <laughs> I mean, is that true? No. Are we there? Are It'd we be episode 12. I guess, but we took a week off, so maybe like episode eleven. Well, and we we pre preloaded some. Yeah, so like so, we yeah we kind of are in that three month relationship stage. Yeah. Where like we're we're finally done, you know, getting to know each other, having those opening kind of first date questions, and we can start taking our clothes off. Which see, this is why you need to buy hoodies with the zipper. Uh, we disagree on that. I don't understand it. You love pullover hoodies. I like zipper hoodies. Yeah, I like pullover hoodies because of what your zipper hoodie is doing right now, where it's stabbing you in the stomach and beveling out. If you get stabbed in the stomach by a hoodie, maybe you get a better stomach, first off. But secondly, secondly I don't like pullover hoodies because whenever I go to class, obviously on a colder day, I'm going to wear a hoodie, walk oh. to class. Yeah, that's totally get to, reasonable. I get to class, and I want to take that hoodie off. If it's a pullover hoodie, it... Guarantee, bro. I everyone guarantee you. Everyone sees your tits. Everyone's going to see my stomach because it's going to lift my shirt up with me. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that ever. See, I don't mind that, uh, Con, and I also generally don't take a hoodie off if I put it on, like, in public. Like, okay. if, I, if I'm if i wearing a hoodie, because I, you've seen my closet, it's got a huge I've selection of I've seen your jackets. stomach. I've seen your stomach many you've times. Seen my, damn. No, you see my closet, it's got a huge selection of jackets. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I want to take something off later, uh, simply grab any of the millions of jackets I own. 
I feel like you collect jackets to the same point I collect hats. Yeah. And I'm 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 sad because oh I've been broke during quarantine, and therefore I have not bought a hat since like January. I'll get you a hat. I'm my addiction <laughs> is being kind of forced to an end. Maybe that's a that's good thing. Okay. Maybe that's a good thing financially that I'm not buying hats every other week. But to be fair, hats are like ten dollars. Yeah. Jackets are not. Well, that's usually. that's honestly the only reason I haven't switched my merch over yet. We've talked about this several yeah. times on the podcast, but I, my merch is on a platform that I like. Don't get me wrong. I sell my merch currently on Streamlabs. Streamlabs is fine, but their product selection is so limited. Yeah. That, like, I can't even do, like, all over prints and stuff. It's a bummer. No, no, there was there was something, I forget what it was, because I just accepted that it wouldn't be happening anytime soon that I was asking you about. Oh, you want me to do a hoodie? I can do that hoodie for you, by the way. Okay. Easy peasy. Uh, thank you for reminding me. But, like, all over prints, and they even have these cool notebooks and stuff yeah. that you could make. However, you have to pay them $12 a month for it. Yeah. And I'm like, there are so many other free merch you platforms out there. You could build your own. I could build my own and merch. Use custom ink or something. So I've been meaning to go to a different merch platform, but I haven't because I'm lazy. Mm. And also because Streamlabs is good. Like I like the yeah. fact that I can sell hats and shirts and stuff. Cool. But I also want to do all over prints and some like really almost more fashion designs than m- merch designs, like brand yeah. designs. Like, I want to make a real fashionable clothes, and I can't do that with Streamlabs. So, I've been meaning to switch my merch over and haven't yet. But, once I do, a lot of that stuff we've talked about before, and even the, some of the stuff we want to collaborate on merch-wise, yeah. will finally come to fruition. It's yeah. it's just a matter of being, me being lazy. <laughs> Simply. I low-key... I, I don't think I could sell merch of myself, but I think you could sell merch of me. In the sense that, like, my, my channel logo, like, was... I, I actually hired an outside, uh, like, an actual artist to mm-hmm. make my channel logo. And it looks great. But, like, that could go on merch. I'm the owner of that logo. Yeah. I just need to, you know, do that. Some Have a following to be able to sell that merch. Well, I've done that before for one of my merch designs. I outsourced, actually through Fiverr, someone <laughs> to create the doggo pixel art merch yep and i was really happy with it i just it costs it costs a good amount it it doesn't even cost that much to get someone to design a a merch item for you it costs more to own that design yeah i think it was like 15 bucks to pay this guy to make a merch design but then like 30 bucks to own the rights of it i don't remember where i was because the water pipes interrupted us. Um, I was saying that my, like, it, yeah. you said it cost you, like, 45 total to own and have your merch. And... It, it, it would have been so much cheaper to just have an artist design something, but to have an artist design something and then own the rights of that design is yeah. a lot of money. So while I would love to hire more artists to do my merch, I've kind of just done most of it myself Yeah. <laughs> because of the lacking money I have right now. But I don't know. We've talked about doing merch for the Basement Boys podcast, but it's not too popular yet. No, yeah. Not popular enough. And I don't want the merch to be our logo. I want it to be memes. Yeah, I want it to be fun stuff. Like I don't want to I don't want to oh, we just slapped the logo on a hoodie and we've got merch. I want like 
I want a picture of a lady holding a wheel of cheese and ostrich. To be like a merch design or something. Well, you shit. can design that. I'll attempt I, to. I could. I could. But I don't want to. I understand that. Um, no, and we've talked a lot about uh, the fact that we kind of have almost three separate groups in our life right now. Yeah. We've got the Basement Boys podcast. We've got our gaming group, which is Conestoga Coyotes. It's a fake esport team. It's pretty much a meme esport team yeah. because we're, I don't know, we thought it would be funny to mock just esports, esports. esports culture. Yeah. So our gaming group is Conestoga Coyotes, which, by the way, if you click our Discord link below, it won't send you to, like, some Basement Boys Discord. It'll, It'll send, send you, you to Conestoga Coyotes Discord. Which is basically the same thing. Like, yeah. those t- two communities are one interchangeable. And then we have our Minecraft group of, like, Minecraft friends and YouTubers. And we've talked about what I think the best course of action is. is just making one merch site for all three of those. Yeah. Where you can find merch for our Minecraft group, which is kind of popular. Merch for our fake esports team, which isn't really popular yet. Understand- we haven't tried yet. Understandably, we, we're on a real esports team. And then merch for the Basement Boys podcast, which also isn't that popular yet. But at the very least, I feel like the Minecraft stuff would sell. Yeah. And it would be a good hub for all collaborative yeah. merch. And then I have my separate merch store just for, like, my stuff. Yeah. And if you ever make a merch store, it would be just for your stuff. But we'd have that as kind of like a place in the middle for collaborations. Yeah. I think that'd be dope, honestly. That would be pretty neat. Speaking of just kind of clerical stuff, I guess, stuff that's going on for the podcast, we're doing two Patreon episodes this week. We already recorded one of them last night, and I got very drunk during it. It was fun. I don't remember a lot of what we talked about at all. If you want to see how our set falls apart every week and we have to rebuild it, oh yeah, I was too. Over. I was too drunk to rebuild the set, and Zach was too lazy, so it was just all falling down behind us. There also um, was a lot of. I remember we got into a lot of deep introspective conversations. I don't really remember what about because I was drunk, <laughs> but I remember it was like giving me a headache because I was trying to be deep, you, yeah, while also being. Absolutely trashed. So that was fun. And then we're doing another bonus episode in a video game. We're recording it in a video game because we want to have guests on. And with the whole coronavirus, we're not going to have guests come to the studio uh, and possibly kill us both. Raise the risk of which we will get the virus. Though that risk is pretty high right now, I'm going to tell you, because I went on vacation, technically, went on vacation last weekend. It was to help my sister move out, Yeah. but she goes down to college, that was a sentence, she goes to college down in Myrtle Beach, so I helped her move out of her dorm, and then had like a day to spend in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And it's crazy how different shit is down there. Almost no one was wearing a mask, which, I mean, up where we're at, up north, so many people wearing masks, there were very few places closed. Everything was open. I went to a sit-down restaurant for the first time since February. Wild. And I felt a little guilty doing it because I'm trying to stay safe, but I love me a good expensive sandwich. <laughs> a good expensive sandwich. I went to a sit-down restaurant. Like, they just had everything open. We went to take a walk on the beach, and we had to stay so far up the beach because it was just filled with people and none of them wearing masks. There were so many people at the beach. It was right. just crazy. I was, it was shell shocking. I thought I was in a different universe, bro. Because up up where listen, we live, nothing's listen. open up where we live. 
everyone has to be wearing masks, even if, you know, you're going through a drive-thru. Yeah. Meanwhile, we went to a drive-thru while we were down there, and none of the workers were wearing masks at all. Yep. Like... It makes you think, because that's what, like, six or eight hours away? It was... It's like an eight to ten hour drive, depending on traffic. So it's, it's... It's not far in the grand scheme of distance of the, like, of the nation, but they're, like, free to do whatever the fuck they want, and then Pennsylvania, it's like, no, guys, you gotta be super careful, so, like, someone's wrong, and with the way tensions are, like, with how, like, pissed off people still are about having to stay home, Mm -hmm. it's... It's either going to turn into, like, uh, the people who are allowed to go out are all going to get sick and remind the people who are staying home that they should stay home, or the people who are staying home are just going to start going out anyway. Well, I mean, I get that, and I kind of agree with you. However, obviously, I know that, like, the virus isn't as prevalent down south, so maybe that's one reason, but it is an interesting thought to be up north and, like, where we're at, at least, our state— is still on almost complete lockdown. Yep. And down south, it's pretty much fully open again. And it's interesting to see who's right. And we'll, oh, yeah. we'll only that'll, know... That'll... I give it like a month before we find out. Time will tell. But, I mean, I'm back to quarantining. Uh, and I feel like we should address this even though no one's asked any questions or had any concerns. No one cares, but let's tell you anyway. No one cares about us. But just to defend the reason why we're still doing this podcast in the same room, because every podcast I'm subscribed to right now is now doing it online, basically. They're doing it over Skype or Discord call. Yeah. And we're one of the few podcasts out there that is still in person. I mean, the Joe Rogan podcast is doing it in person, but he's also having all of his guests tested the second they come to his studio. Wild. Which we don't have the money to do. But it's just because we live in the same apartment. Like if, yeah. I, I feel like if we went to our separate computers and recorded the podcast over the internet, it wouldn't really lower our chances of getting each other sick because we use the same bathroom, yeah. the same kitchen, the same living room, TV, TV remote. But yeah, it was so weird vacationing. It was fun, though. I mean, I love going down south with my family. I just love going anywhere with my family because even though we've had some ups and downs, my family's... Not always my favorite people to spend time with. It was a good time, and I also got a ton of free food. Nice. <laughs> so there was that. I ate out so much, which is like really. Wait, who'd you eat out? <sighs> oh god. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like me either. Yeah, I we just I ate so much good food. I got. So fat this weekend though, like I could physically see the weight I gained on my stomach. So I got to start working out again, which is something I've been doing more. Thank God, because I was on a downward spiral, of like my weight has always fluctuated. It's yeah. gone up and down, and like I'll get kind of overweight, and then I hate myself, so I start working out, yeah. and I work out and work out, and then I'm at a healthy weight, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, I'm healthy, don't need to work out anymore, and the cycle <laughs> continues like that. Yeah, where. This year, and maybe it's because of quarantine, maybe it's because I'm just not a good person, I've only been on that downward spiral of things where I've just been gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight, and I haven't really rebounded yet, but we finally are getting back into it. 
finally working out again. And then I kind of ruined it by going to the beach and eating a ton of food. As one does. But, you know, goals for the summer, we talk about this a lot. We talked about our goals, talked about it yesterday on the podcast, I think, I don't remember. We did. We did talk, good. <laughs> in great detail. In great detail, we talked about our goals for the summer on the Patreon podcast. What are your goals for the summer? Um, but on the Patreon podcast, I talk about how, like, I want to finally publish one of the two novels I wrote. I want to stream a lot more, and we're going to get my stomach flat again, baby. We're going to get my stomach flat that for the- you did not mention, but- We're going to get my stomach flat for the first time since 2019. Oh, fuck. 2020's been the year of curved stomach Caleb, Curse. and I'm not having it anymore. I'm done with that lifestyle. I don't know, man. It was just, it was fun to vacation. It was nice to get away. And it was weird. I feel grimy sitting down and actually eating at a restaurant. But I also miss the feeling. Yeah. Like, I did it to feel something. To take the edge off. Just don't take the edge off. I've really wanted to just take the edge off, get a little risky. And, you know, if I get the virus, I don't plan on leaving my bedroom for the next two weeks like and that's me being serious it's not a meme i'm not seeing anyone outside of roommates and i'm not going anywhere for the next two weeks so we'll find out whether or not i i picked picked up an, a new friend in the form of the coronavirus yep <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, that's great good fun times good fun times i kind of hope that like th- this whole like stay home bullshit is lifted before the fourth of july because I just want to hang out with my family yeah. and eat my grandfather's garden-grown vegetables. He actually, um, he grows this corn that my aunt's friend mm-hmm. and her, like, husband made a t-shirt for. Um, the, like, the seeds he gets are, like, a brand or whatever called Gotta Have It. Yeah. And his name is Dick, so they call it Dick's Gotta Have It Corn. And they made, a. Uh, they claim without realizing that um, they made a, a t-shirt with, like, a logo they made up on it, mm-hmm. and it said, Dick's Gotta Have It Corn, and the corn is, like, in the shape of a dick and balls. A dick and balls. A dick and or balls. <laughs> okay. So, and they, like, they're like, oh, we can't wear the, they wore it to church one day. Oh, no. Because we, uh, everyone in my family, except for my grandparents, goes to the same church. Okay. Um, but they wore it to church one day, and I guess someone, like, pointed out to them that it kind of looks like a dick and balls, and they were like, oh, um, we can only wear this as a workout shirt, and I'm like, Becky, you did that on purpose. I know, you have to have, there's no way you didn't notice that it was, like, a phallic image. So, I don't hear a lot of good things about your family from you, but I think... The fact that they're trying to start a brand called Dick's Gotta Have It, it might be the best thing your family's ever done. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty good fun meme. That's my, uh, that's like my aunt's best friend from childhood did that. Huh. I mean, no, I agree with you though. Fourth of July is probably my second favorite holiday behind Christmas. Yeah. And I usually, you know, I go, have a good time, drink a little. Well, I... Yeah, that's another thing, is I finally, like, this, I didn't get to do it last year, because um, I had to work, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, afterwards, so I couldn't get, like, drunk or drink at all, because I straight up had to leave to go to work that day. Well, like, this year, I want to drink with the boys. 
Yeah. I mean, 4th of July is just fun. It's a good time to get drunk. I'm hoping that within reason and safety, things go well and we're able to open up and not be quarantined in July. Yeah. Especially because all of the amusement parks we wanted to go to have been pushed back to July now. Yeah. Like, my... Our hometown amusement park, my favorite amusement park of all time. The best amusement park. The best amusement park. Uh, Hershey Park is not opening until July now, which makes me sad. Speaking of which, how have I not brought this up until 20 minutes plus into the podcast? We have a GoPro now. We do have a GoPro. So once amusement parks are open again, we can do amusement park videos and record on-ride roller coaster footage. We can do car podcasts, which may or may not happen soon. I'm not going to make any claims. Yeah, because no, we did that last time. You made a claim. We we did that in we episode didn't one. We anyone off, but this time we could. In episode one, we said, you know, episode two or three will be a car podcast, and then it never happened. But there should be a car podcast in the future. We'll probably do it on Patreon first, as an experiment, as yep. a test, and if that goes well, then we'll do a park a car podcast for free to you beautiful people so if you want to be a guinea pig go over to patreon.com slash basement boys if you want to be my own little pet little guinea pig my own little tiny little mousy pet guinea pig yeah it's it's great i love it and actually we have our we finally have patreon supporters oh, really? so there will be credits at the end of this patreon awesome with names because i almost forgot we were going to do that like <laughs> fully just not aware mostly because eight episodes in we haven't had to give anyone credit. Credit. We haven't had to accredit anyone anything. Yeah, but now there will be credits at the end of the video for Patreon supporters, and if you want your name at the end of the video in the credits, you can check out the Patreon. Yep. Uh, but it's just, I'm so excited. So excited to finally have a GoPro, finally be able to record a ton of different stuff. There is one thing I saw on their website that I'm kind of sad we didn't get yet. And I didn't, I didn't see it before we made our purchases, and we, before we bought all the stuff. Yeah. But they have a dog mount. So, like, I got a chest we, mount. We gotta. I got we a ch- gotta. I got a chest mount so I could record roller coaster footage, and it puts the GoPro on my chest. There's a dog mount that we could put on Bowser, and it would put the GoPro, like, on top of his back. Okay. Like, the crest of his yeah. back. I don't know how worth it would be right now, because... We're not allowed to just let him run around our apartment complex. We have to have right. him on a leash. But if we ever take him to a dog park in the future, when again our our state dog parks are legalized again <laughs> until being Yo, able to legalize dog parks, legalize dog parks, dude. Dude, honestly, legalize marijuana only in dog parks. You can you can smoke weed, but it's only in a dog park. You get pulled over by the cops. They're like, have you been smoking weed? Yeah, but it was in a dog park, so like it's okay. And the officer's just like, oh, I have to take your word for it. Legalize weed in dog parks, drive-ins, and just dives. diners. Drive-ins and dives. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, oh, God. I've been seeing a lot of ads for weed, like either purchasing weed yeah. or like weed mobile games where it's almost like a sim game where you start your own weed growery and company i think that's a work right growery i don't know i don't care enough i don't either but i've i've been getting that ad so much i'll like try to watch a youtube video and that ad will pop up for five seconds being like do you want to start your own weed farm download this mobile app 
And it's like, no, I don't. I mean, listen, I got nothing against it. I could care less whether or not you smoke weed. But I've never even seen weed in my lifetime. No, yeah, I have once. Oh, that's a lie. I have, actually. I forgot. Yeah. That is, wasn't even a planned story for this podcast, but we're going to go deep into it. I've accidentally found oh, someone's hidden weed farm while hunting. <laughs> so the one place I would go hunting a lot uh, is this giant forest kind of next to a nuclear plant, which sounds like the worst place to hunt deer. But, I mean... The they have extra limbs, so there's more meat. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly the joke I was going to make. Um, but it's nice. It's actually a really pretty forest. And we were walking through it, me and one of my dad's friends, one of his buddies, were walking together. My dad was off on his own with another guy, so we split up in two groups of two. And it was just the craziest thing. It was a really, like, weeded, kind of thicket area yeah. of the forest. And we noticed that there was a clearing in the middle, almost like a nice little kind of field in the middle of all this brush. Yeah. So we pushed through the brush, got my legs all scraped up from the from the goddamn thicket, and we get in there, and it's just a weed farm. Nice. Someone had cleared out very well, by the way. It was very well hidden behind the brush and thicket. Cleared out part of the thicket to make a weed farm. And it was so crazy, bro. Like, it wasn't huge, but it was fairly big. And we ended up uh, tracking down a game warden and showing him. And it was just like, Wild. it, it kind of ruined the, the day because we... You had to instead of hunt, all these questions. Yeah, instead of hunting that afternoon, we were, you know, showing a game warden weed and making sure... Uh, he took care of it, I guess. Like, we had to track him down, which already takes long enough. Because, by the way, a little bit of a hunter joke here. For people who hunt, you'll relate. For everyone else, this is going to sound stupid. But you never can find a game warden or just, like, any sort of park ranger when hunting when you want them or need them. Yeah. But then whenever you're doing something wrong or, like, you just killed a deer... They show up like a flock of birds asking you a ton of questions to make sure you're doing it legally. And if you aren't, they'll take your deer away. And honestly, I'm just convinced like they're only that anal about it because they don't want to hunt themselves, but they, but want, they, want, the they want the deer meat. It's crazy. Literally, every time, and I haven't been hunting in forever because I just got bored of it. I've been hunting so many, so many days of my life has been devoted to hunting, and I've seen deer twice. <laughs> oh, wow. So I kind of got bored of it and gave up. But every time one of my buddies would get a deer, Game Warden would be there in, like, five minutes. Like, they hear the shot, and they know exactly where you are, pinpoint in the woods. But we find a weed farm and want to report it. And no Game Warden anywhere. He No idea. It took us forever to find him, and then we had to walk him all the way to where it was. But it was crazy. I completely forgot that I, I technically have seen weed then. You said you have. I'm curious yeah. about that. It, it was just like a kid on the bus that I used to ride to school oh. smoked weed. And I feel like you already know who. Well, you were on the. You must have been on a fun bus then. Yeah. 
the most exciting thing that ever happened on my bus was like a shouting argument. Not even a, a real fight. Not just really. a shouting. My bus was so boring, which is why I slept pretty much the entire bus ride. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... No, but he, he just, like, showed it to me, and I was like, okay, cool. I remember that same kid brought a knife to school and concealed it in a Sharpie container. Like, it looked like a real Sharpie if you took the cap off. Yeah. It had the, you know, the black tip, and it actually drew a little bit. It wasn't completely faded. Right. However, there wasn't an ink cartridge in the back half of the Sharpie. If you took the back half of the Sharpie off, it was a knife. Yeah. Hidden inside. And I was like, why? Why? No, I fucking had a pen that I found Mm. in, like, middle school that had a knife inside it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those, like, hidden knife pens. Yeah. Specifically. And I just kept it and didn't think anything of it. And then I lost it on my bus, so everyone got questioned about it. Oh. Our school was so, so, like, crazy strict about that. And I get it. Like, you don't want knives coming into school. But I remember they expelled one of their top students who was a Boy Scout because he had a knife visibly on his passenger seat because he was a Boy Scout. Right. He didn't take it out of his car. It was just on school property because his car was technically on school property. Yeah. And they expelled one of their top students. He was multiple grades above us. We were in middle school when this happened, so you probably won't remember him even if I did say his name. Uh, But, like, he had an expulsion go on his permanent record. Because our school was so anal about that shit. Meanwhile, drugs went on rampantly. Yep. You had the dumbest things happen. There was straight up a, like, what, monthly dance where that, like, was open through our middle school time where people would just straight up, like, go and, like, fuck and do drugs. Yeah. We would have... We had so many dances at our school for... No reason, because our school was tiny. Our graduating class is like 60, 70 people. Yep. Yet we had a dance almost every month. And people would show up to those dances and just smoke weed in the bathroom and have sex in the bathroom. And, like, they could care less. But, by golly, if you brought anything in that looked close to a weapon, our school went into lockdown mode. Yeah. Every time. It was crazy. I mean, and like I said, I get it. I get it. You don't want weapons coming onto a high school property. I respect that. But also... At least have that same yeah, level have of... that same gusto towards drugs. Yeah, I don't know. Our school sucked, though, so yep. I, I don't know what I expect. Whenever I try to tell a story about our high school to my friends or on the podcast, yep. I always have to say, like, I don't know if this is how a normal school is. Yeah. Because our school was so different than a normal school. Yep. Like, a normal high school, I've learned. I didn't know... I didn't know until I came to college because I thought our school was normal. I thought our high school was normal, yeah. but it's so far off from that. I mean, I should have I should have known that our school wasn't normal. Yeah. When it was one kind of small, it, our school was a medium-sized main building. Yeah. And then like seven trailers. And then we got like another trailer built halfway through our junior year or sophomore year. Something like that. It was a lot. That was supposed to be, like, only the science, technology, engineering, and math center. It was and just... And ended up with art class. And it's it was so stupid, because I... 
I've had people ask me like how big my high school was, and technically it was the size of a trailer, because yep. while we had a main building for the school, the yep. main building hosted like offices, uh, the auditorium, the gym, the cafeteria, and stuff like that. And then all of the elementary school classes. Yeah, and the elementary school classes were in the main building. The high school classes, and therefore pretty much all of the high school, was in a trailer. And the same with pretty much middle school. Yeah, middle school was also in a trailer. And then we had a trailer for, like, the all the computer labs. Yep. A trailer for all, like, uh, the math stuff and, like, mm-hmm. science. There like, was uh, a trailer. Like, chemistry and physics was in the trailer. There was a trailer that served the purpose of study hall and overflow lunch seating. Yep. Because our lunch room wasn't big enough. Like, our school just had a ton of trailers. Yep. Surrounding the main building. And it... it Looking back, I can't believe I did not realize and recognize how dumb that was. Well, it, it was even worse, because I didn't realize it was dumb either, and I, like, did most of my school, like, like I did, like, everything before middle school in a actual, like, private school. But they had the same thing, where they just had, like, a, a slightly bigger school... Attached to a bunch of trailers. So, Zach, you've just been trailer trailer hopping I've, your whole life? I've been in a trailer up until I moved into this apartment. Because I also lived in a double wide. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just... Up. I'm trailer trash. It's any, official. I, I feel like any time we, we tell a story about our high school, we have to preface it with... No, I this, don't know what a regular high school is. Probably... But this is how ours was. Our high school probably wasn't normal. It's just, yeah. I look back now... And I was re-watching that High School Music video I did. Yeah. Which is also on the Patreon. I know we've been shouting out the Patreon a lot. But there's a lot of stuff we've been putting on the Patreon this yeah. past. This week is definitely the biggest week for content on the Patreon. Yep. That's the only reason we're shouting it out so much because we're putting so much content on the Patreon this week. But I was watching the High School Music video I made. And part of it is filmed in that trailer. Yeah. That had all the high school, high school classes. Yep. And like... It's. It looks so weird. It looks so weird. I remember so exactly weird. the part you had. It was too. It's just weird, man. Yeah. And looking back, high school Caleb thought. High school Caleb thought that school was good. By the way. Yeah. I enjoyed my time at that school and yep. thought it was like a good, fun, proper school. As I'm in a trailer mm-hmm. learning calculus. And then I came to a university. I, I yep. came to a a real college and immediately I was like something's wrong here <laughs> something was wrong with how I started my education yeah well I always I kind of thought it was like uh, neat that like half of the time the teachers would just say fuck it and new classes outside because the walls in the trailers were so thin yeah that you could hear like, if the other, if the class next to you started getting rowdy or whatever, like if the teacher gave them free time, you could hear everything that was said. Yeah, the walls were so thin. There was one point where they had to, like, rotate our classroom because our teacher couldn't teach louder than the teacher on the other side of the wall. Yeah, I forgot about outdoor classrooms, mostly because I never got lucky with them. I never yeah. really had any outdoor class classes, and I would... <laughs> I, I would get so jealous because all of my friends had yeah. had outdoor classes and I didn't. I thought it was such a cool concept. Meanwhile, it was just because we were broke 
Yeah. <laughs> it was no, just because we I were remember, real poor. I remember, like, during environmental science or whatever, there were just, like, a week straight where we just went out to the woods and studied the little creek that ran behind the school. Oh, my God. And uh, um, then there was the one, like, uptight physics professor. Or, not professor. I guess he has his doctorate degree in physics, but... <laughs> Which was wild, by the way. I know every every per, er, I almost said professor because like some used yeah, to used to go into college the term now. Professor, but every teacher at our school either was like a doctorate degree or had no degree. Like yeah. our school, I don't know how well, they got I, away I with it. I thought it was. I, I don't. Think it's like all the science teacher. No, the biology teacher was literally a farmer. Yeah, I don't know how they got away with that. The, the chemistry I'm, teacher was the only person that had a degree that didn't have a doctorate degree. I know. High schools are allowed to have a, a couple teachers who don't have degrees. It's usually art or, like, gym or something like that. Yeah. But, like, we had science teachers who didn't have degrees. We had history teachers who did not have college degrees. Like, our school had so many teachers with no college degree. And how they got away with that, I have no clue. Yeah. At yeah, all. And I know they've fired some of them since and replaced them with real, you know, college-educated edu- teachers. But, like, when we went there... Half the people we were learning from weren't college-educated. It's crazy. I, I don't get it, man. I, and like I said, it, it all comes back to just the simple point that we went to high school in a trailer yep. where you could hear through the walls because they were so thin. We didn't have that classic kind of high school locker experience where like everyone has their own locker and I, I don't know I just feel like that's a stereotype you see in a lot of high school movies where like someone's standing at the locker meanwhile we oh, have three minutes in between class well that's not what I'm trying to say at all no simply yeah. uh, sorry that was really well, toxic no we didn't really have time for that is the point I was trying to make I know what point you were trying to make okay I just got mad at you for interrupting me uh, <laughs> no but our, our lockers were temporary basically so they changed a lot and the positioning of them moved a lot and there were some years our locker would change spots in the middle of the year yep so like it was just so stupid it was so stupid and i remember um in our senior year it didn't change at all and it was just outside the auditorium which was our homeroom but all of our classes were on the outskirts of oh, the yeah, school. Oh, yeah, that was so stupid. So our, our locker was in the center of the school, and then we had to go all the way to, like, the outskirts of the school to go to class. So most of us just didn't use our lockers. That was so dumb, too. I forgot about that. We could literally make a whole episode about how dumb our yeah. high school was. We kind of were. Just to clarify your point in a little bit of a simpler manner, we had lockers in the main building, which, like I said before, didn't really have any high school classes. So... To get to our locker, we'd have to go from the high school trailer to the main building, which is a pretty far walk, then back to the high school trailer in three minutes, because that's all they gave us for class break. As That was the maximum amount of time we had between classes. And no one could really do that. Like, you had to run. So no one used their lockers in a year. I didn't. I never used my locker. I don't even think I put a lock on it last year. Like, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. I I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever get over that. Yeah. It'll forever 
kind of caused me both laughter internally yeah. and sadness internally that we went to high school in a trailer. But yeah. that's just, that's, that's what made us who we are today. Did it? Somewhat. I mean, uh, you slept through most of it. Yeah. But it made me who I am that today. That was nice. I, I thought it was funny. I haven't heard any of it because no one would fucking tell me. But apparently, like, when I fell asleep in government class, the teacher would just start roasting me. Yeah, it was hilarious. I loved it. That was one of the only classes we ever had together, and it was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, he would talk so much shit about you when you were asleep. I just want to know what he said. I don't even care. Hey, man. I'll never tell. Ah, XOXO, gossip girl. Uh, Hey, you were out there big dreaming, though. Oh, yeah. You must have been having... Beautiful little dreams. I had a fucked up dream this week. Like, earlier last... Like, not yesterday, but the day before. Um, You had a dream, you said? I had a dream. Oh. Like a super fucked up one. Tell me about your dream. Alright, so... I don't... I might not get all this right, because the notes for it... I, like, wrote everything down immediately on my phone, which is our camera. Okay. But, um... Basically, in my dream, I was... I started out standing behind the door to a house that's like the hybrid of our apartment and my grandparents' house. Okay. Um, and this, like... What do you mean, standing behind the door? Like, if you open the door, I'd be hidden behind it. Oh, you were... Okay, so you're basically hiding. Yeah. Um, with what I, in, in the moment in the dream, thought was a real gun. Okay. So you're hiding behind a door with a real gun. With a real gun. Continue the story. Um, uh, some, like, like 12-year-old or something fucking kid okay. runs up the stairs, and then the door opens, and it's a bunch of burglars who were trying to return a rug they accidentally stole while robbing the house the night before. Okay. And the, the mother is, like, waiting on them with a shotgun and shoots at them and misses... And it bounces off the wooden door frame and hits the kid. Of course. Um, then the burglars started shooting at her because they panicked. Mm-hmm. And she also died in that moment. Okay, so mother and son are dead. Mother and son are dead. You're and still hiding behind the door. I'm still behind the door. Okay. Uh, out of the son's hands falls the baseball that he had. Okay. And it rolls down the stairs and goes out the door. And one of the burglars, like, kicks it back in because he doesn't want it to be outside for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And the father comes out of nowhere and dives for the ball because he's so excited to play catch with his son, I guess. Who's dead. Yeah, and he's dead now. So the whole family's dead. The whole family is dead. You have yet to help them. I, I, as the burglars run off, I peek out from behind the door and start shooting at them, and it's Nerf guns. And then some random referee comes out and calls a flag on the play on me for using Nerf darts that I didn't know I had. So that was my dream. So when we said earlier that we've never seen weed, and by we I mean me, and Zach said he had seen weed, what we meant is I don't smoke weed and Zach does smoke weed. I don't think that weed would cause that dream. I don't know. I think maybe like LSD. To be fair, that dream. to be fair, I, I actually can't even talk shit because I had a really weird dream the other night where, and it was somewhat similar, where I was, I was at my house with my family and my dad 
was going through a midlife crisis where he was just buying exotic animals. And, like, one of the first ones he bought was a rhino. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I, I thought it was neat. I was enjoying it. And then later on in the dream, after he's buying more and more exotic animals, he buys a huge spider. And I'm not talking, like, tarantula that you keep in a terrarium. I'm not talking, like, Australian spiders that are, like, the size of dogs. Those. I'm talking huge on, like, Harry Potter levels. Like, the spiders yeah. in that forest. can't remember the name of it because I've only seen all of the movies once or twice. I've only read all the books once. And that was back in middle school when I had no life. But it, I'm talking, like, Harry Potter-sized spider. Oh, he no. buys it for the backyard. For the backyard. And, well, this is where he was storing all the exotic animals. <laughs> to go with the chickens and the ducks. He was storing all these exotic animals in our backyard. And that was too much for me. So I peaced out. And I just, like, left my house. I started walking away planning to never return and just kind of move out for good so i leave my my dad my parents house i should say i leave the house go to the nearest uh gas station walk to the nearest gas station and i see they're selling bear flavored coke like the animal bear what the fuck and i was very curious to try it and it was actually really good. I remember that. It was really good. Dope. So then I leave the gas station. I'm still walking down the street, walking as far away from my house as possible so I don't get devoured by a giant spider. And I'm sipping on my bear-flavored Coke. And I walk up on this really, really old dude with a gun to two young kids. And I go to intervene, and these two white girls are like, no, no, he's going to shoot them if you, if you try to stop him. So I'm like, all right, okay. I'm sipping on my Coke, watching it all go down. And I, I'm, like, getting bored because, like, no one's stopping him. And the longer time goes on, the more worried I'm at he's gonna, the, wor- the more worried I am he's going to shoot these kids. So I call the cops. The guy with the gun sees that I'm calling the cops, murders the two kids right in front of me. And then the cops show up and arrest him. And the dream ends with these two white girls who told me not to intervene like blaming the the kid's death on me and just trying to guilt me into into like feeling bad and like being a bad person and they were trying to get me arrested too and the whole time i'm just sipping on my coke just trying to ignore them like man this is good the cops are questioning me about like whether or not i was involved and whether or not i should go to jail and I'm just sipping on my Coke. No, officer, I shouldn't go to jail. And the dream ends with me sipping on my Coke with cops questioning me and two white girls berating me. And I woke up, and I was just so confused. Have you ever had a dream where, like, you try to go back to sleep to finish it and it works? Once. I've... I, that's... I think that's why, like, that dream got so out of hand is because that's what happened to me. Like, it, it started as a heist, uh-huh. and then turned into that clusterfuck. Well, a lot of the times that happens to me, I don't dream a lot. So, for example, that story I just told was the last dream I've had in my life, as of now. It's the most recent dream, and it was like a week or two ago. I dream maybe once or twice a month, and it's usually bad dreams. If not bad, fucking weird. Like, yeah. that dream that I just described was a mixture of both. Because visibly seeing a giant spider... 10 feet away from me was nightmare fuel. Yeah. And then it just turned into weird. Like, my dreams are always acid trips or nightmares. Yeah. Very rarely do I have a dream that's good. 
And usually when I do, I wake up before I reach the, like, really positive... The nirvana of the dream. I, I always wake up before I reach the positive, climactic ending. And only once have I, like, woken up. I'm like, no, I didn't get to finish my dream. And I go back to bed and I actually finish it. Yeah. Usually, I just either can't fall back asleep or I go back to bed and I don't dream of anything. The I guess the only exception to that is, like, I sometimes have Inception-style dreams. Right. Fused with, like, I guess you would call it sleep paralysis. I don't really have sleep paralysis anymore. But when I did... I had sleep paralysis for about a year and a half of my life, back in 2018, 2017. But one of the last sleep paralysis dreams I had, because I don't know if you call them dreams or, I guess, hallucinations, if it's if you're technically awake during sleep paralysis. I don't know the specifics. But one of the last sleep paralysis moments I've had, and thank God it doesn't happen to me anymore because it was terrifying, is I was laying in bed and I couldn't move. And it was basically an Inception-style dream where I was laying laying in bed, couldn't move, and, like, something would come into my room. Something would just be in my room with me. And, like, it would either be... It it wouldn't always be a nightmare. Like, it would be something really scary, and I I couldn't move. I was really scared, and I'd try to wake up, and I thought I woke up, and I'm in my bed again. But I can't move, and I'm strapped on my bed. And then, like, it would just be, like, my dog in the room with me, sleeping. And I think, oh, I'm awake now, but I, I still can't move. Maybe it's just because I'm still having sleep paralysis. I need to get out of it. And then I'd wake up again, and I'd be in the same spot. I literally, I would not change position. I could not move my head, could not move my eyes, really. The setting of the dream, the perspective of the dream for my eyes never changed. But I could feel myself falling asleep and waking back up again. And there would be something different in my room with me. And I remember one of them was, like, my girlfriend laying next to me. And I was like thank God it's over, and then I realized my girlfriend wasn't here with, last night with me. She didn't come to the apartment. And I got, like, I started to get a little worried. I'm like, who the fuck is sleeping next to me? And I was getting, like, scared. Who, me. Who's, who's sleeping next to me right now? And I'd start falling asleep again, and I'd wake back up, still stuck in that... And it was, like, seven different dreams of me stuck in, like, sleep paralysis mode in my room, laying on my back, and there were just... In each of those seven dreams... It was a different thing in my room with me. Sometimes scary, sometimes not. And by the end of it, after like seven different dreams, I finally woke up, I was able to move, and I was awake for good. But it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. I've never had like sleep paralysis, like wake up and like see from my own eyes yeah. type of deal in my room. But I've had like, I assume it's a dream about sleep paralysis because it's never from my perspective. Hmm. It's always like I wake up and it's like, oh, there's a security camera in that corner in my room watching me, and that's what I see. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't, like I said, I I didn't have it often. I think in the year and a half I experienced sleep paralysis, um, it maybe happened four or five times to me. And like I said, thank God it hasn't happened again. I hope it never happens again. But the worst time it ever happened to me was there wasn't like any anything in my room with me i was alone but i could not breathe nice i woke up and could not move or could not breathe and i was laying on my back and i was genuinely worried and looking back i don't think i was overreacting i think i should have been worried that i was going to choke to death 
and like die from not getting any air. I'm failing to speak my words properly. But I was like genuinely worried I was going to choke to death because I could not move air in and out of my nose and I could not open my mouth. Like my mouth was clamped shut from the paralysis. And I was just on my back and I remember like about 10, 15 seconds had passed by and I'm still not breathing, still not moving, but I'm awake in bed. And I was really worried that like something bad was going to happen. It's over. I was really worried I was going to like die or something. So I built up the energy through the sleep paralysis to like roll my shoulders over onto my side. And like when I finally got on my side, the sleep paralysis like broke and I coughed up a little bit of like blood and spit. Nice. Onto my sheets. And it was fucking terrifying. I forgot already. That's like an actual thing that happened to you. Not a dream. That that was real. That's why. That wasn't a dream. Like, I like this. I don't know, man. It was weird. I don't know if that technically counts as sleep paralysis. I don't know the technical, like. Yeah. No, I guess that's why I like said that I only have ever like dreamed about sleep paralysis, because I know that it can't be actual yeah. sleep paralysis if it's not from my perspective. Well, that's the thing. Is like, I. I've had it a couple times where. I'm dreaming and can't move, which yeah. is what normally I hear sleep paralysis defined as, like as a, almost like a dream hallucination state. Yeah. But I've also had a couple times where I was awake and could not move, and there wasn't anything in my, in my room with me. There wasn't like a sleep paralysis demon at the end of my bed. I was just terrified because my body felt locked up. Well, my, my understanding is like of sleep paralysis, the super limited understanding that I have, mm-hmm. is that it's like a, a state where you're awake but your brain is still telling your body that you're asleep. So you're you're paralyzed because your brain doesn't want you to move yeah. while you're asleep. And then sometimes if your brain is producing the dream chemical, uh, you know, whatever the fuck it is that makes you have dreams, um, you'll see, like, something that isn't actually there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to, like, misrepresent the actual, you know, health problem the actual condition yeah but i've experienced it many different ways and all of them i hate (laughs) so i'm glad i I haven't experienced it in a while but uh yeah to end the podcast on that cheery note the 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 story of me almost choking to death on my own air and then coughing up blood thank you for watching today's episode this week's episode of the basement boys podcast like we've said probably too many times in this episode. Be sure to check out the two Patreon episodes on Patreon. Yeah, we're putting up two bonus episodes this week. And you can get them for just $2 a month. It's a good fun time. Thank you. As we're outdrawing this, we'll probably be seeing the credits right now. Thank you for the Patreon supporters. We finally have Patreon supporters. It, it felt a little weird uploading 11 videos to the Patreon with no supporters. But we wanted to stick to our word. We wanted to have content so when people did finally support, they would have stuff to watch. And it, I don't know. It was a good a good way of keeping ourselves honest. Yeah. Uh, any final words, Zach? Nope. Anything you want to shout out? Nope. You know, I need you to try when we do these podcasts. I need you to put a little bit more effort into these podcasts. Shout out to the Patreon. God damn it, Zach. We already... Bye.